¿Cómo están ustedes? Five summers ago, I had the opportunity to spend seven weeks doing Spanish immersion in Guatemala, and it's something that's required for most new priests these days so that we can at least uh, say Mass and celebrate the sacraments uh, in Spanish. While down in Guatemala, there were some other men from Virginia who were there for the same thing, and one of them was named Tim. And Tim taught me something important about the Holy Spirit. Tim had this line he would say every now and then at just the right moment. He would say, this was an inspired decision. This was an inspired decision. For example, after a whole week of eating beans and rice and chicken, we students decided to go into town and dine at Wendy's. While we, there, we were there, sat, uh, we sat enjoying burgers and dipping our fries into Frosties. We really bonded and experienced great joy and friendship. And Tim said that line. He said, guys, guess what? This was an inspired decision. Or on another occasion, several weeks in, we found a stack of movies in the monastery that we were staying. Don't ask, don't ask me why there were movies in the monastery. But we found the movie Sandlot, the movie about backyard baseball, and we put, on, put it on with Spanish subtitles. And we laughed and enjoyed the opportunity to reminisce together about our childhoods. And Tim said the line again. He said, this was an inspired decision. Or lastly, for many of us, it was the first time outside the country for the 4th of July. And we decided to conjure up the supplies needed to do a bonfire and to have s'mores together. While sitting around the fire up on the hill overlooking a city, all of us felt great peace, again, joy, and consolation. And Tim said, this was an inspired decision. The first time he said that line about the Wendy's trip, I honestly sort of balked at the statement. I thought, no, Tim, we just wanted to do this. If anything, it was because of the weakness of our flesh that we succumbed to eating fast food. But he persisted, and his phrase started to grow on me and to make some sense. See, we who have the Holy Spirit dwelling within us ever since our baptisms, we can be guided by the Holy Spirit and inspired by the Holy Spirit, even at times when we don't realize it, and even in the very normal parts of our life. Jesus said in our gospel, when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you to all truth. He will guide you to all truth, Jesus said. How can we know that we're being guided along the path of truth? Well, firstly, we need to keep as a rule the teaching of the church, especially in regards to what we believe. But in the more mundane or everyday parts of life, what we can do is look for the fruits of the Holy Spirit. 
St. Paul clearly explained those fruits and what our life would look like if we are living by the Spirit. He said there will be love, there will be joy and peace and friendship and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. All those things. That is a fulfilling life. That is life in the Spirit. On the contrary, then, St. Paul explained to us the results of going against the Spirit and following the flesh or following the devil. I had a professor in seminary who would very often say during class, and he would use this voice and put up his finger, he said, you don't want to be going down into the ditch with the devil. No, that's no good. Get up out of that ditch. That was his line, and that stuck with me. But what St. Paul lists, impurity, hatred, rivalry, jealousy, outbursts of fury, selfishness, drinking bouts, and then he says, and the like, none of those things are inspired decisions. None of those things are life in the Spirit. My friend Tim's saying would not apply to those things, right? It is the Holy Spirit, rather, who stings and bites our consciences in a good way to turn us away from sin. It is the Holy Spirit who places upon our hearts desires for holiness and for prayer and for higher goals such as heaven and the virtues of heaven. So pay attention to what the Spirit is doing and might be doing in your life. When you notice how something works out perfectly or how something seems like a coincidence, maybe even deciding to get up from your desk at work at a certain time versus another time to make a photocopy and, hey, you run into somebody that you needed to talk to, but you went to ran into that person a minute before or later. Could that have been an inspired decision? I think so. Many people call them God incidences, but to be more specific, that's the work of the Holy Spirit. Lastly, of course, the Spirit is at work in the sacraments. It is the Spirit who makes someone a Christian at baptism, transforming us into the body of Christ. It is the Spirit who is among us for the forgiveness of sins in confession. It was the Holy Spirit who came upon our Blessed Mother and made Christ present in her womb. And it's the same Spirit who comes upon simple bread and wine, ordinary things, and transforms them into the body and blood of Christ. It's a cycle of sorts. The Spirit has gathered us here today, whether we realize it or not, it was the Spirit's doing. And as we feed on the body and blood of Jesus, we are nourished and strengthened and given the wherewithal to make one inspired decision after the next, to live in the Spirit.